Good morning, everyone, and welcome to The Drive. This is Mike from Mobile, Alabama. It is 6.11 a.m., and I'm just driving home from the gym. Gonna get the coffee ready. Gonna read a little bit more. Um, but we've been going over some verses in various books. We went through First and Second Timothy, Titus. Now we're in James. Uh, and kind of looked at a few verses in James chapter 1 last time. And today, uh, this morning, I want to take a look at James chapter 2, verse 1, and which says, James writes, My brethren, do not hold the faith of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord of glory, with partiality. And then James goes on and he actually talks about those who are rich and those who are poor. And what he's essentially saying is, do not treat them differently. <laughs> don't treat them differently. Just because someone has money, don't be nicer to them. It's kind of like... Uh, you know, in L.A., something I noticed, because I would wear suits, you know, when I officiated weddings. And uh, it's just, everything was formal. All the weddings were formal on the West Coast. Um, it's definitely a little bit different here in the South. But I would be wearing suits, and then after the wedding, like, my wife and I would go get something to eat. And I realized that uh, the people helping me at the restaurants, or the cashiers, they were, like, so much more respectful and nicer than normal. And I, I realize, like, it's because I'm dressed nice. Like, I look like, you know, not only presentable, like, but I look well off, I guess. I don't know. But they treated me differently. And it kind of reminds me of this verse to a smaller degree. But we don't want to have partiality. You know, we don't want to treat someone differently because they're rich or because they're poor. Like, oh, that person, I don't want to talk to them. They're, they should get a job, you know. Like, oftentimes in a, our American mentality or because of some experience with uh, people who are homeless in the past, maybe it was a bad experience, you're jaded towards them and don't have any love for them. Well, that's that shouldn't be so. We shouldn't show favoritism to those who are well off. And we shouldn't show favoritism or... Um, disregard those who are poor and so what's the key what, what what should we do like what's the action to take well I think it's to love <laughs> to love people no matter what financial place they're in to love people no matter what ethnicity they are to love people no matter what their background is to love people no matter what their personality is even you know we're all different. And, and some of our, you know, sometimes our personality doesn't click with another personality and it's pretty apparent. Yet, still we love. We show love. Now, showing love doesn't mean enabling. Showing love doesn't mean um, holding on to those who we should let go of because they're bringing us away from God and luring us away from the faith. That's a total different thing. But still, even then, we can show love in the interaction that we have with them. But partiality. Don't pay attention to those who are well off more than those who are poor. Don't pay attention to those who are more intellectual than those who didn't go to school. Don't pay more attention to those who work hard to where, you know, to those who are idle. Like pay attention to all of them and also love all of them. And I love that. You know, I love that back in uh, back in our old church in L.A., we had so many different people in different walks of life. It was so trippy because you would talk to a, uh, a well-known microbiologist one second, and then you, you, know, you would talk to a mechanic the next, and then you would talk to a janitor. 
Then you would talk to a, a, a criminal psychologist, and it was like, what is going on here? People from all different occupations, all different walks of life, um, all different vocations, different occupations. It's, it's just crazy. There's so many different... But the thing is, we were brought together by Christ. One commonality that we had was that we loved the Lord. And so, like, when people come into church, love them. Even if they smell bad. <laughs> like, I remember um, hearing about this one, one guy in my friend's church who... Uh, he was he was homeless. He was very intellectual, smarter than anyone else. I mean, he knew the whole Bible. He could quote. I mean, he memorized so much scripture; it's ridiculous. He could tell you where every scripture reference is off the top of his head. Um, and he was homeless, and so he smelled really bad. But I remember my pastor friend. You know, he would give him rides because he didn't have a car, didn't have transportation. And trust me, when I say he gave him rides, that that was a huge sacrifice for him but he was glad to do it it was a sacrifice for him because he smelled so bad he just didn't shower and even that smell lingered in his car but my pastor friend never complained about it he just he said he needs to ride to church he needs to hear the word so I'm going to take him and I love that he could have looked at him and been like well you're you can sit in the back where no one is and don't bother anyone and next time you come I expect you to take a shower because you smell. None of that happened, right? But instead, he said, well, you know what? People need to hear the word, so come on in. Or think, thinking about the origin of Calvary Chapel, which it was the, a pastor and his wife who reached out to the hippies who, you know, were all about, you know, love, sex, and music, and no one else would reach out to them. The church as a whole kind of, you know, balked at them and were like, they're gross. Keep them out of here. But... It was one pastor and his wife who started to reach out and invite them. And they were seeing hundreds of conversions, hundreds of people coming to Christ every single every single week. And that was the founding pastor of Calvary Chapel. He reached out. He would reach out to those who no one else would reach out to. To those who smelled. To the hippies who didn't wear shoes. And even his elders in his church, it got to the point where so many were coming in that they came in without their shoes. And he said... Well, we don't want to have to clean the carpet. You know, the, the elders were like, we don't want to have to clean the carpet all the time. Like, we should require them to wear, you know, shoes or, or Birkenstocks or something. And, you know, Pastor Chuck Smith was like, no, I'm not going to. I just want them to come in and hear the word of God. So if that means ripping out the carpet, then rip out the carpet. Because I'm not going to have a policy that prevents people from coming to church. And I don't know. I just, I, I'm sort of. Uh, blessed by the founding of Calvary Chapel because it was it grew up and there was such a, a revival it was called the Jesus Revolution it was because uh, a pastor and his wife would reach out to those who no one else would reach out to in other words there was no partiality at all there's no favoritism there's no like well we're not going to talk to this group but this other group eh, we'll talk to them and so personally, may we have no partiality. May, may we not treat people differently that do favors for us rather than those who don't do anything for us. In other words, may we love them the same. May we love them the same. I love it. So James, again, just getting straight to the point in every chapter that he and verse that he writes. My brethren, do not hold the faith of our Lord Jesus Christ 
the Lord of glory with partiality. If you have partiality, then you're not walking by faith. Don't treat this group different than this group. Don't treat this person different than that person. See them all through the lens of lost souls. Like God sees people as lost souls needing to be found. And He loves them. And He does everything He can. He sends His Holy Spirit to convict, to bring them to the knowledge of Christ. He sees people as lost souls, as hurting. And may we have that same heart, that same viewpoint, that same worldview, and not have any partiality, but love and truth. Well, God bless you guys. Hope you have an awesome Monday, and we'll talk to you tomorrow.